What's going on, family? TGIF, happy Friday, happy WrestleMania Friday, and welcome to the faction. Quick Hits, I'm your man GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you've had an amazing week. It has been a wrestling fan's dream week, to say the least. So I hope you've got your wrestling cardio up, as we still have several events to go through when it comes to WrestleMania week. But this is what we want. This is what we love. And I hope that you're making the most of it. Shout out to everybody who joins us on the socials. We absolutely appreciate you for doing that. You can do that by following us at The Faction Show. You can also subscribe to our podcast. And a big thank you to everybody who's doing that. All you have to do is click the subscribe button where you currently are listening to us and you'll find us there. All right. Well, it's time to dig into things because certainly history was made this week on a lot of fronts. And I'm going to do my best to give you as much of that history in the next few minutes. So let's take a look at the Wednesday Night War. Of course, AEW brought us AEW Dynamite, which included a guest appearance from Mike Tyson and what seemed to be a heel turn for the Young Bucks. That went against NXT's Stand and Deliver Night 1, and I don't think anybody's surprised that NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1 defeats AEW Dynamite. Dynamite netted 688,000 viewers for this episode, which actually was down about 12,000 viewers from last week, while NXT picked up 114,000 viewers coming in with 768,000 viewers for the night. Now, I think it is important to also mention one thing, and this is significant. That is that NXT Stand and Deliver was also simulcast on Peacock. And some could argue whether or not that was a wise move because you had the option to watch it on USA or on Peacock. So you have to know that several people watched it on Peacock. I was one of them. One of the advantages to watching it on Peacock is during the commercial break, the action continued with live commentary, so that was pretty cool. And so if you didn't want commercial breaks and things like that, you watched it on Peacock. I wish there was a way to be able to see what the numbers were on Peacock and combine them to get an actual number of how many folks actually tuned in to NXT Stand and Deliver Night 1. It's also a significant move because it is the final chapter, the final salvo, dare I say, in the Wednesday Night War. The war is over. The last matchup goes to AEW. And some could make an argument, okay, it's basically an NXT takeover against an episode of AEW Dynamite. So you kind of expect NXT to win and it's WrestleMania week, etc., etc., etc. There is indeed a faction hot take about the Wednesday Night War that you can go back and check out, certainly on our Instagram and Facebook pages. But I do want to add one other thing that I think is important. And that is this. We are not in the environment anymore where a ratings war means what it used to mean. And I think the folks who tried to make that happen, <clears throat> Vince McMahon, yeah, uh, tried to really bring us back to the Attitude Era and the excitement that happened with that. The problem is the world is different. Our environment is different. How people consume content is different. Think about it. Back then, there was there were no two places to simulcast a wrestling broadcast. It was that network and that was it. There was no replay. There was no uh, on-demand, except for Nitro, that would do a replay every now and again. But with that 
said, the point of it is how people consume material is so different that again, a ratings war means something completely different. Couple that with, it's a different product looking to do different things. So again, it's all different and it really isn't something that can be compared. With that said, I am actually excited that NXT TakeOver is headed to Tuesday night because now, for one, we have another night of pro wrestling action. Number two, it gives us each the opportunity to really devote our time to both NXT and AEW without feeling like we're missing something on a Wednesday night. So congratulations to NXT. NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver nights one and two were absolutely incredible. I'm going to get into that in just a second. But for AEW Dynamite, they pulled out Mike Tyson, which certainly was a counter move for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And my thought on that is really, really simple. I think it was a bad move. And here's why it was a bad move. You're not going to counter NXT TakeOver during WrestleMania week. It's just not going to happen. It didn't matter what they pulled out. I mean, I, I could not think of something that AEW could have pulled out that would have made us switch the channel from what happened with a stacked card for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1. It was almost like, you know, NXT trying to counter the programming for the Brody Lee tribute. You're not going to successfully do it. So go ahead, build your storylines, accept the L, and keep on moving. The real question now becomes, what will both NXT and AEW do without head-to-head -head competition? Now, history has told us that without head-to-head -head competition, uh, certainly the WWE product suffers. It's still happening now. Here's what I believe is the difference between then and now. Number one, you have Triple H at the helm of NXT. Number two, I don't believe that NXT really subscribed to this concept of competition between AEW and NXT. They stayed the course much like the WWE did in their battle with WCW. They did not make a bunch of reactionary types of moves. They stayed the course, continued to build their superstars, continued to build their storylines, continued to regularly deliver great in-ring product, and that's the sign of a great, great show. So I think NXT will have the opportunity to be in front of more eyes, continuing to bring us amazing content. And certainly you can go back to NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver if you want to really bring some folks into the fold who like great wrestling. On the AEW side, I'm very intrigued to see what they're going to do without direct competition. Will they take their foot off the gas and uh, decide to do things a little bit differently? What will they do? Uh, the other question is, you know, we talk about this Forbidden Door and all that they have done with Impact Wrestling. Who's really benefited most from the open door policy or the Forbidden Door policy? The NWA, their women's division, has somewhat uh, benefited from it. We haven't seen much with the New Japan situation outside of Kenta showing up. And now, of course, the question is, how will WWE play into that with this big podcast situation that's happening WrestleMania Sunday? Sunday between Chris Jericho and Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you will allow me to pontificate and extrapolate, dare I say, I would say this. Could it be 
that one of the reasons that Vince McMahon was like, yeah, bring Jericho on and do this was because there was an awareness that NXT is moving from Wednesdays to Tuesdays. And perhaps he sees it as an opportunity, number one, to help AEW. Sounds strange, right? Not necessarily. It's not the first time that Vince McMahon has decided to help what could be deemed competition. Take a look at ECW. If you go back and you check out the story on ECW, you'll find that Vince McMahon actually sent a $1,000 check weekly to Paul Heyman. And the reason that he did that was for the use of his talent. And of course, what was happening in ECW was they were grooming talent to eventually make their way to WWE, as we saw with Taz, the Dudley Boys, RVD, and several others from ECW, Tommy Dreamer, who ended up in WWE. Let's also remember back in 96, 97, active ECW superstars were on Monday Night Raw as ECW superstars, creating somewhat of a war between WWE and ECW. That certainly was significant during the Monday Night War. Will we see such a thing happen between WWE and AEW? I think at some point, both WWE and AEW have to legitimately ask themselves, what is it going to take to move the needle in terms of pro wrestling? This is really going to have them take a look at what their goals are and what their measuring stick is for success. If your measuring stick is strictly ratings, you've got one thing to look at. If your measuring stick is eyes on the product, you know, one of the things that I think both WWE and AEW have done well is manage their social media space. They understand where people are. And you got to credit Stephanie McMahon for that on the WWE side and on the AEW side. Quite frankly, the company was built on social media. So there is a great understanding of delivering content to where people actually are. And I think that there's a lot to be said for that. I think both companies will continue to thrive when it comes to maximizing social media. And that's why I honestly don't believe that the ratings war even made sense in the first place, right? Both AEW and NXT have had contract extensions, so they are delivering enough ratings where the networks are happy. I do believe USA had the idea of, hey, we can get more eyes on this product and better ratings if we move it to Tuesday and not go head to head. Now, certainly this Tuesday will be intriguing because a lot has happened uh, for NXT TakeOver. We've got new champions in a number of spaces. Now, I should tell you now, you're about to get some spoilers so if you don't want spoilers you haven't watched press pause and come back to this podcast if not here we go so we have new champions in a few spaces including we've got new nxt tag team champions on the men's side with msk defeating the grizzled young veterans and legato del fantasma carrion cross is the new nxt champion of course, defeating Finn Balor, Raquel Gonzalez defeated Io Shirai to become the new NXT Women's Champion. And we do know, of course, that Santos Escobar became the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion by winning that scintillating ladder match. All of the matches were downright amazing. And what's tough about an NXT TakeOver is it sets the bar so high for WrestleMania that in terms of in 
in-ring action, I don't know how WrestleMania responds to that. Now, there are some great matches, I think, on the WrestleMania card that could give it a run for their money, but NXT TakeOver is its own entity, and it really does some amazing things. That match between Walter and Tommaso Ciampa, good lord, what a match. And I think there were matches on both nights that if you had somebody who was not interested in the product, you could show them that and it would get them back into the product. And uh, I'll take you behind the velvet rope for a second. I had the privilege of introducing my good brothers, Courtney Beard and Brandon Clack, to NXT a few years ago during an NXT takeover. And when they saw it, they were absolutely hooked on NXT. And I believe that if you have some friends or followers who don't like wrestling or used to like wrestling and they need a match or a card that's going to bring them back, take them to NXT takeover. Pick one, but you certainly can pick what's happened in these last two nights. What a huge opportunity for NXT as they continue to grow their brand and there should be great excitement for all that was done over these last two days. What matches, what new direction for NXT? I'm excited. It's going to be absolutely something fantastic. So with that said, of course, tonight is WrestleMania Friday, which is a special WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. There are a few things that are planned for it, including the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That will happen. There is a SmackDown Fatal 4-Way Tag Team title match that's happening as well. Of course, a few other things, and I really think that this is being used in lieu of what would have been a pre-show for WrestleMania with matches, because I do believe that uh, fans returning to WrestleMania for the first time in a year are going to want to have that first impression be something special. With that said, how special was it to see fans back at NXT? It meant a lot. It looked incredible. It felt incredible. It was amazing to have those real, genuine, authentic NXT chants as opposed to those that come in uh, pumped in through the system. So it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I find no fault with NXT TakeOver Stand and deliver. So let's get ready because we've got an amazing three days ahead of us. WrestleMania Friday is today. Tomorrow, night one of WrestleMania. Sunday, night two of WrestleMania. Monday, we have the Raw after WrestleMania. And of course, Tuesday, NXT. It's going to be an amazing few days in the wrestling world. I hope you're planning to watch. Let me know what your favorite match was from NXT TakeOver right now on the socials at the faction show we would love to hear that and maybe we can swap notes and things of that nature so we look forward to that and let us know your opinions on wrestlemania will you be watching and what match or matches are you looking forward to all right we're going to get out of here as we prepare for wrestlemania friday if you haven't done so there's an amazing episode available right now involving myself courtney clack i know you guys have missed them i've missed them they're back it's an amazing episode so go ahead and check it out we've got some video clips available as well so lots of ways to consume what we're doing make sure you're doing that leave us a comment and let us know what you think until next time family stay connected with us because we're gonna have a lot happening on social media as we go through wrestlemania weekend it's your man gb representing for my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack and the fourth horseman john murray collectively we're known as the faction have a great day